One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Good work. Kinda. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there is a clap for three. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. How we doing, folks? It's your friend Luke the Wetbed PJs with another great episode of your favorite podcast, One to Review. I'm here with my buddies Alex and Brandon. Say hello, Brandon. Hey, I'm Brandon. And Alex? Hey, I'm Alex. For those of you who don't know, One to Review is a little podcast where we rate and review movies in the simplest way possible. We give them one point if we didn't like them. We give them two points if we did. That's it. We rate and review until we get to 20 points. That we call it a day. Kick the intro. Boys. What's up? Hey, guys. Good to be back. Great to be back with you guys. Oh, man. Oscars uh, week was a rough ride taxing we watched a lot of movies we were playing catch up uh we watch a lot of movies in general but yeah we didn't see a lot of those oscar contenders so we had to had to stay on track well you didn't hear about it brandon but there was a lot of after 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 parties going down in our apartment in our garage in the street and i mean i didn't really i didn't really get involved too much but cleanup was like two days so you went to some of the after parties or you brought the after parties home well yeah that was the thing i tried to go to i got snubbed at poly shores after party couldn't go in there and then we tried to go to that tom arnold one which seemed like a fair deal it seemed like that was kind of the loser catcher that you know anyone that didn't have a party go to was going to uh and we actually got turned down from there too so Bam Margeras, right? You'd go to Bam's? Well, yeah, we swam by Bam Margeras, and we didn't, it wasn't a good vibe there, but we took a couple of those people, some of the good folks, and then we kind of started, yeah, I brought everyone back to the apartment, and uh, yeah, we just been, we went on a little bit of a bender. Well, that's it fun. It was a rough I just, ride. I watched a bunch of movies. It was a rough week. Wonderful. So we got so much negative feedback when we did our worst babies in the world episode that we've decided to we didn't get kind that of much negative feedback. First of all, sorry to interrupt. Well, Brandon, was... Brandon seemed to think two letters is a ton, and he wanted me to tell everyone that it was a ton. So. I think a single letter is a ton. You know, I'm not. We're not out there to push buttons. You wrote a letter, and then some random other person wrote a letter. So combine two: one from Brandon, one from someone else. So either way, there was negative feedback about the episode. So this week we are yinning that yang, and we're doing uh, 20 of the world's best babies is our scorekeeper this week. And uh, let's get into it with our first film, shall we? Well, Winston Churchill once said, the greatest failures are never critiqued. So, you know, there you go. That means that we nailed it. All right, folks. We saw 2018's Barber-in-Law, directed by Ramon Gonzalez. Uh, what is it like to marry into a crazy family of hairdressers? Well, Susan finds out in this uh, comedy. I don't know. It's supposed to be a comedy. Uh, I had some trouble with Barber-in-Law. What did you guys think? I think this is kind of one of those movies where you got to be in the world of hair to really sink your teeth into. Um I will say I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the main character. Um, Susan's husband, Ramon, right? Um, Who's who's actually played by Ramon Gonzalez. And uh, I really had a lot of fun watching him be tormented by this crazy family of five sisters and a brother. And they're all barbers and hairdressers. And uh, they're all, you know, like experts with hair. And it it was just a lot of fun watching his hair get smaller and smaller throughout the movie. Sure. But, I mean, God, that's not enough of a bit to keep me entertained. I just feel like so many of the characters are so two-dimensional and a lot of stereotypes. There's so many Cuban stereotypes in this movie. There's a ton of black stereotypes and female and even a bunch of male. I mean, it's a lot of stereotypes, which I guess is fine, too. Very Uh, questionable. I definitely found that questionable. It's not a movie you see for the stars. You know, there's hardly any no there's hardly known actors in it. There's, you know, poor acting at best. But while I do think it shines is the unbelievable sound mixing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I I I, I agree 100%. I mean, 
I mean, the dialogue, the dialogue is very, like you said, two dimensional, even one dimensional, you could say with the stereotypes. Like, I don't know how many times I have to, I don't know how many times they said I poppy and I mommy in this movie. Mm -hmm. I think probably at least over a thousand times I heard someone say I poppy. Yeah. Um, That being said, the quality and crispness of those Cuban voices, of those Puerto Rican voices, um, I think it's is really um, it almost felt like ASMR. It was very well done. I will say the snipping of the scissors, the buzzing of the clippers, it all was super immersive and it re- well, really took me into their world a little bit deeper. Not that yeah, I liked shit. the movie, but it was immersive. I, yeah. I just really didn't I had goosebumps really... all over my arms. Um yeah, I was going to say I didn't really I didn't really notice that until now that you guys are mentioning it. Yeah, there was quite quite crisp sound throughout the let whole... Me, let me in, let you know a little secret, Alex. The best sound mixing is the mixing you don't really notice, you know? It doesn't draw attention to itself, but it's just perfect. And yet you guys noticed this one, though. Well, I'm, an, I'm a nerd. I'm an audiophile. Gotcha. I mean, 100%. I noticed this one from the very beginning of Brandon Tone telling me about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I listen on like really nice headphones. So. Cool. Um, Barber and Law, you know, one of these basic kind of movies where it, where the the husband has to come to terms with the in laws, and you know, there's a lot of hilarity in between. You know, there's the scene where he loses his eye, which I thought was extreme, you know, for this kind of movie, but. Um, it made a lot of sense towards the end. I don't want to really spoil it too bad, but um, the fact that he, he ended up losing his depth perception actually saved his family's life. Yeah, I mean, overall, like I've seen a couple of Ramon Gonzalez films. He's always the lead guy in it. He's always it's always a similar cast. People you don't really know. You know, you I, I know uh, there was one guy that was on Lost that was in this. What's his name? The, uh, the bigger guy. But anyway, either way, I'm not a big fan of Ramon Gonzalez's films. I just, I'm just not, I think. And this is just another part for the course. So if you're a fan of his work, you're going to love Barbara and Law. But if not, I think it's a pass. I think it's a movie that is misbilled. I don't think it should be like billed as a comedy. Maybe Slice of Life, you know? I feel like Ramon plays a great everyman and he's put into some funny situations. But overall, it's not a comedy. You know, go see a Will Ferrell movie if you want a comedy. Okay, great. Are you guys uh, ready to rate Barber-in-Law? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. My All pen right, Brandon, is go for it. Let's start with you. Okay, here's what I'm going to say about this movie. Yes, the sound mixing is incredible. It is super immersive. But as I said earlier, don't go into this thinking it's a comedy. Think of it as a slice of life. But even then, it's probably a life you don't want to live. So one point for me. Um... Shit. Hey guys, I'm super sorry. I I have to work. I have to go in. And oh, I thought shoot you said thing. you'd be free for a while. I thought I had the afternoon off. I really did. Um Yep, I guess the car is coming now. I gotta get my shit ready and I gotta go. Man, all um, these cars are bail. coming for you all the time. Um yeah. I'm no, that's sorry. cool, dude. What's going yeah. on? Acting emergency? Uh yeah, something. I don't know. No, not emergency, just regular acting well, real shit. Quick, but Alex, you know yeah. Paint 3D, you know how they released that on Windows 10? Um, yeah. Can you, there's like this setting issue I'm having on the printer. Uh-huh. So can you just like real quick, okay, so letter size, 8.27, this A4. Have you looked at this? Do you remember this? Not in fucking years, man. This is like okay. It's take. It'll Wait, take thirty minutes. Pull up your screen minutes. on the Skype. It'll do take your, thirty do minutes. Screen share on Skype. It'll take. I don't have thirty minutes. But pull up your screen right now. Tops. Pull up your screen on share screen on Skype. Let me see. Okay. Well, I guess okay. we'll just okay. You figure this out. Click on that. Click on this. Move over here. See config settings. Okay, but you said you were going to take me through the whole thing. That's what I already told you. I went through that. You're just giving a man a fish. You need to teach him how to fish, Alex. Okay. Well, I can't teach you how to fish right now, man. Right. I'm in the, well, uh, you know what? Well, is it a huge rush? I can YouTube I'm it sorry. Whatever, I don't mean to be a dick, you know, but like, I got to go. Yeah. But we were going to play games later too, though, right? We will play games in the future. I promise. I, okay. I don't want to go, kids. I'm sorry. I got to go. 
Okay. All right. All right. We'll miss you, dude. Think of me. I always do. I love you guys so much. I'm so sorry. I got to go. I will teach you how to fish, Luke, and I will play games with you, Brandon, as soon as I'm done. Okay. It's going to be a late night, though. I guess I'm not going to be. It's like all night. It's a night shoot, so. All right, okay. buddy. Uh, well, we'll right. we'll figure well, out I something understand. for the podcast. Okay. Uh, all right. Can we do Best Babies next week? We'll do Best Babies soon. Okay, cool. All right. I love you guys. All right. Love you, too. Love you, too. All right. I mean, this is just All one right. of these. This is just one of those sad things, you know. It's yeah, like, it is sad. I really wanted to do best babies, uh, but we'll do that in the future. Luke, we yeah. have to figure something out. Uh, while we're figuring that out, let's run an advertisement break. We'll come back and we'll hit you with some something new. Hit it. Ghost planner. Choose items to haunt, places to attach your spirit, and consult our ghost planners to properly secure a place after your death on our plane of existence before it's too late. Don't let your spirit wander around aimless. Don't let your spirit wander around aimless. Attach your body today for forever. Well, I guess, Brandon... We're just rolling with it. It's just me and you, and I guess we can set up this moan box. Let's keep going. Yeah, you know what? I was I was thinking because he's gone, we could still sort of fill the void with maybe some of the work he's done. Yeah, let's talk about Alex. Let's talk about what he's doing. Why he's so busy? Why his audio quality is so poor sometimes? He's a busy man. He's an actor. Yeah, yeah, he's an actor's been picking up a lot of parts a lot of parts outside of the background I think are coming his way too and you know you see this a lot in in friendships you know a friend just sort of accelerates while the other friends just sort of you know downward spiral or stay stuck in the muck you know in the drain like plateau plateau like a heavy multi-decade plateau starts you know affecting their lives and the other the other friend is you know moving on and this is great we are so proud of alex but no yeah a hundred percent there's no other feelings that i'm having about this other than positive and and pride and just like what a gift it's been to be part of his life but here's the thing like when someone like that starts getting the attention and the fame and the credit that they deserve in their lives you know those people that they think they're gonna be leaving behind aren't that easy to leave you know like for me for instance you think it seems like i'm just this auxiliary guy but there's a lot of reasons why you are so beneficial to live with. So beneficial. I wouldn't to say be a instrumental. I wouldn't say instrumental. I would say, um, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Necessary, like a necessary, essential, essential, integral. These are all important things, and these are all things that we all strive to be in life. Uh, but I'm worried that Alex is going to get famous and he's not going to need us anymore. So we're going to give you some quick reasons why we think Alex might still need us when he's famous. And then we'll get to some more movies. Yeah. Well, top of the list. I took the batteries out of his vape. And why does that matter, Luke? Well, he doesn't know what I did with them. And so if he wants to vape with that vape, he'll need me to tell him where the batteries are. That's smart thinking. I like that. That's almost like a loophole. Yeah. And then, you know, another big thing is that he needed... He's. I've always been there criticizing... Critic, I've always been there criticizing and critiquing his work. And, you know, who's really going to take him down a peg when I'm not there? That's true. You can see heads inflate sometimes and just, you know, go sky high. And someone needs to, you know, be a string and hold on to that balloon. Right, exactly. Someone working with him on the project isn't going to give him a fair and balanced, you know, objective critique of his work. 
he needs someone outside of the picture, not involved, sort of not really paying attention to what's going on to sort of get a, take a glance at it and say, hey, this is what I didn't like about it. For me, I'm going to say he's really going to need me when it comes down to remembering Albuquerque and growing up in Corrales, you know, some childhood memories. He's going to need someone to reminisce with. He's going to need somebody to like, you know, ask about people we knew like, hey, do you remember who that was? And I I say like, oh, yeah, I know that girl kind of. I think I remember her. But stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. She was, you know, she had um, the L.A. gear light up shoes in fourth grade. Remember? And she pooped her pants. I'm glad we're talking about these things. Well, let's uh, review some of these movies. Okay, so let's talk about some things that Alex has been in. Let's just celebrate Alex and his actor acting abilities. Well, most recently, he got picked up by a very big show that a lot of people know, Narcos, Mexico. This is um, on Netflix. This is blowing up. This is uh, a side story in the Narcos universe. You know, I actually helped Alex on some of his sides. That's so cool. For his audition for Narcos, yeah. So he's... Re- a lot of it since... Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Actually, I don't know how much I can say about that. Is it in Spanish, a lot of it? I don't know. I don't know if I can say, Brandon. Okay. Well, Maybe uh, Portuguese? You- I really... I don't know. I have trouble identifying Spanish. You can currently see him on season one, episode 10. This is the finale, so spoilers ahead. But uh, we're going to talk about him. He plays a small part in the final episode of the season. Luke, you've seen this, right? I, I got to be totally honest. I didn't really see any of the Narcos series except for the part that Alex was in. Okay, and I'm in the exact same boat with you. I fast-forwarded to his scene so I have no context of this, but I think we can kind of put our own perspective on this and uh, give you our impressions of who we think Alex was in Narcos, season one, episode ten, Lienda. Lienda, yeah, that's the name of the episode. Um, I will say that even though he is supposed to be this sort of secondary character, he steals the scene. He absolutely fills the entire shot with his musculature, his great chin his beautiful white teeth um i don't know he's got like he's got a classic good looks but he's also got like stunning good looks at the same time you know what i mean i definitely know what you mean would you also agree that he wears sunglasses like almost nobody else in the business with his stature everybody else looks like they're trying to wear those glasses i think the glasses wear alex to be honest um and i feel bad there's uh, other pretty well-known actors in this show. I feel bad, like, even though it's sort of the tip, the tail end of the last episode, they are all, they are all completely overshadowed by by Alex in this role. Um, and I think for me personally, the director knew this, you know, putting it at the very season finale. This is the climax of everything we've been building up ten episodes to. Yeah. He knew he didn't want to piss off the rest of the cast by, okay, you know, you've seen shows like this that are getting some momentum that, you know, people are excited about. And like the one of the worst things you can do with a casting choice at the when in the middle of the show is bring on someone as big as, uh, you know, like an Alex type. And so I think that was wise on their on on their part to just put him in such a little nib little piece of the end so that people can sort of adjust especially the cast you know on set can adjust to his presence not only that but it is really pulling my ignition cord and saying oh i want season two now you just introduce alex this is going to be crazy alex plays a character named kenny from what i'm assuming i think he's kind of a bad guy he's got like a bad guy attitude my assumption is he's going to be a cool bad guy or possibly a bad guy that turns into a good guy but he's got a real cool guy attitude he's got a cool guy attitude which i think is going to carry over into more of the protagonist storyline i think he's like that's how they do these shows the bad guy is the good guy and the good guys are the bad guys but at the end of the day he's american so i think he's playing for the winning team 
And I definitely caught notes of the dude from the Big Lebowski. Do you get that vibe? Um, no, not really. I mean, sort of like a reimagined, like dude point 2.0, I guess you could say. I wouldn't say like he really borrowed anything from that. I would say he totally reinvented and rebuilt that image from the ground up. I'm not disagreeing with you. Anything else you'd like to say about Narcos Mexico season one, episode 10 starring Alex Knight? I mean, Brandon, I'm literally shaking in my chair thinking about next season uh, thinking about the next episode. Uh, I, I can't wait. I can't wait to put it all in context, hopefully and get a flu soon. So I have an excuse to stay home and binge watch this whole series. Cause I hear it's great. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. The on the IMDb IMDb page for the episode, it says the actor who plays Kenny also appears in a YouTube series called Enter the Dojo. More about that later. But uh, fun fact verified by IMDb. I can't believe that. See, I thought that was a different guy. Like that's how much of a chameleon our friend is. But that you're right. No, 100%. He's hilarious in that show. And we'll talk about that later. Luke, let's score Narcos Mexico. I mean, obviously, two points. Dos puntos for Narcos Mexico. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for, for more. See, two points. Uh, this is a, a really stunning debut for a character that is really going to blossom in the second season, I have a feeling. So two points. Uh, stream it now stream it now you got you guys if you need to just skip to episode 10 and catch uh catch our buddy in that if alex was here i think he would probably like try to be humble and say uh it's a two points but like parts of it maybe one but no it's definitely two points across the board for all of us four points for narcos mexico four points season one episode 10 luke Let's continue with this streak. Give me some more reasons why Alex is going to need us. Um, you know, like when you need to practice dance moves or you're just lonely, you want to hold somebody. We could be there as a non-sexual dance partner. That is so thoughtful of you. I love that idea because sometimes when I go out dancing, there's this pressure that I'm going to be sexy. And for me, dancing isn't about sexy. I know for some people it is, but for me, it's about cutting loose. It's about, yeah, it's just about raw pleasure, but non-sexual pleasure. Yeah, shut and you down know the what? robot for a minute. And there's, and there's this thing that we do where we try to joke and like do, like go to the other direction with non-sexual dancing, like go into joke dancing. But I'd like, you know, and we've done it before plenty of times where it's just like this sort of serious non-sexual dancing where you can just be yourself. I love that. Alex is so good at that too. But I feel like we're good at it too. Uh, I feel like Together. What, what you're getting at is that there's really no better matchup than Alex and his old pals. I agree. Um, I know a practical thing that he really needs a lot of help with is backing up his car. And, you know, nothing, not saying anything about his uh, driving abilities. It's just that he's got tiny back windows and we've got a tiny garage and he needs someone there. I know these Hollywood types, um, you know, they're great actors. They know how to pick out $30 entrees on a menu, but they don't know basic, you know, a, a Joe six pack type stuff like this, backing up a car. So I'll always and- be there helping him do that. And you know what? As he advances in his career, you know, the windows are only going to get smaller and sportier on his cars. And no one's more familiar with the size of the car, the dimensions of the garage, the appropriate cost of said parking, you know, backing up his car. Because, you know, in L.A., he'll get valets that are charging him $800 to do that. Where you'll charge him, you know, reasonable 300 60 bucks. Dude, that is friend prices. 60 bucks, you know? Um, I think so those I've, are two good, solid reasons, man. Me, I've been thinking about this, and I think 
I think this is where I could shine for Alex. I think if he were to maybe use me to some of my best abilities, I'm thinking security detail. He's gonna need somebody to keep the fans away, keep them at bay. It's gonna be, you know, being a movie star means you're flying across the sky a lot of times and he needs protection. He needs somebody to try the drugs out for him. He needs someone to, you know, screen the groupies to see who's cool, who's not cool debrief sessions he needs to know what's going on i'm kind of like his guy you know yeah. or i could be his guy let's say yeah yeah i think I, maybe you're as far as security goes maybe your strong points isn't really like putting someone in a choke hold or physically subduing anyone or preventing but you you've got the um the intimidation tactics you know, I've got the got... drug-taking abilities to really just try anything, and I've got definitely the ability to be like, oh, this person's cool, this person's not cool. Yeah, but as far as strength goes, I'm not your guy for that, but that's where you come in, and that's why I can secure Brandon positions for this... both of us. Brandon has this uncanny ability to be poisoned but not die. Like He just kind of goes into this state of shock, of convulsion, but he seems to just like be able to power through it if he takes some some bad pills or something. I've actually had two doctors tell me I'm unkillable. With poison, right? It just in general. Um, I haven't tested it yet, but the circumstances were poison at the time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. You know, we've tried out the we tried out those brown shrooms on you, the ones that looked moldy. And, uh, you know, thank God you took them first because if anyone else had done it I don't know if they would have made it well took one for the team and I'm there to do that in the future another thing that I'll be able to do help Alex with is I was told him I'd teach him how to use Photoshop I know he's an artist but he's an artist in the traditional sense with watercolor I'd really like to bridge the gap and bring him into the digital age so he can start uh, photoshopping some photos you know and I've tried those videos they don't have the patience that you have no i'm a certain i've got a certain type of patience that really lends well to helping you know let's say in-laws you know figure out the remote controls or grandparents figuring out you know how to use a cell phone i've got that type of patience yeah that's rare and that probably probably comes from you know, years of working at Verizon at the bank too exactly years of customer service patience training yeah well I, I don't know man well it's it's all coming down you know it's all coming at us fast to see see where this is headed but i mean there's there's a lot of reasons why he's still gonna need us you know the reasons are adding up quickly and uh this is actually good i'm feeling better about the situation how you feeling luke i'm feeling somewhat confident mostly very nervous oh you're feeling nervous me too we should hear an advertisement yeah, nothing soothes me like an ad from one of our sponsors, starting now. Use, use, use keys. Used and reclaimed keys and key fobs from all types of cars by the pound. Whatever you do with them, it's your business. Get strange and unidentified car keys in every shipment. Ever see the key for a 1986 Daihatsu DR440 wagon? Well, it's really weird. Yuskis is great for artists, jewelers, and car enthusiasts of all ages. Every order of Yuskis car keys comes with two whole pounds of 1982 to 2019 car keys from all makes and models. Yuskis is not responsible for any damage to stolen cars and property and recommends that Yuskis customers do not use the contents of their package on any car but their own. Use promo code REVIEW today and get a free half pound of house keys. Use keys. Order now. Use keys. I've actually used that service one time as a gag gift. I sent my friend a bunch of keys. Yeah. Did any? Did you guys try him out in his car? Or I don't. I wasn't there. He lives in Wisconsin. Um, I actually got a promotional pound of Yuskis and drove around LAX. And you get the fobs too, you know the little, the little clickers. Yeah. And any luck? I d yeah. One of them did set off a car. Set off like a Hyundai though. It looked like sort of 
uh, early model Hyundai, maybe 2001. So what would um, be the we had a we had a that? laugh with it. We had a laugh with it. Just I think it's just laugh? I think it's just uh, either artistic or if you're extremely desperate to find your car key. It's like a roll of the dice. Let's say you lose your keys for your car and you're low on you know, you're low on funds because replacing those fobs is like 500 bucks. So yeah, they're expensive. Two pounds of use keys, I think is like 76. And if you hit it, if you hit your key, then you're good. You got a new key for 76 bucks and you got a whole other two pounds of um, great stuff for art. You know, that sounds fun, actually. Maybe I'll try that. I don't even have a car. Maybe that's illegal. Let's not talk about this on air. No, it's it's not illegal. It's fine, guys. Um, Continuing so, the streak. Yeah. Our buddy Alex, he was in another movie. He was He's actually been in a lot of great stuff. Um, one of my favorite roles that he was in was as Cooper in a little movie called The Condemned 2, 2015. Um, this movie has some WWE a superstar in it uh, who Randy Orton, you know, sort of, sort of follows, following in the tradition of condemned the first condemned in the series i think had the rock or someone in it maybe steve austin or somebody um brandon do you have any first impressions on the condemned 2 starring our buddy alex knight well this is a situation luke where again i've only seen youtube clips of this movie and to be 100 percent honest with you there's actually not a lot of youtube clips with alex i would go as far as saying there's no youtube clips of alex from this movie but I do want to see this. It's on my Amazon wish list. Uh, it's just like a couple of dollars to rent, and I haven't done it. But you know, hundred percent, I haven't seen maybe even a second of this movie. I thought I was watching the trailer, but I was actually watching just um, some in-game footage from the video game, The Condemned Two, which it looked really scary and actually pretty bad. So, um, not recommending that. But I here's what I'll tell you though about yeah. The Condemned Two, the movie. Straight to DVD, straight to streaming. This was funded by WWE itself, their studios. It is a sequel to a movie. Did that one also star Randy Orton? Do you know the context of this one? Oh no, the first one had the first one had a bigger WWE guy in it. I like I'm saying, I think it was Steve Austin um, or something. Steve Austin, yeah. It was, and I I remember that movie actually did pretty bad too. So, you know. A lot of things following in the condemned tradition in this one. Uh, they uh, actually made a third one, which who knows if that one even got released. But um, I do know that Cooper, Alex's character, was just um, in, in a lot of ways out of place, I would say, just in his um, just in his uh, depth, character depth and and multifacetedness. Just kind of from what you assume or from what you read? Just based on a vibe. Yeah. From what I hear, Alex said he had a good time filming this. He said he got to be a bad guy, like an explosive expert. Mm-hmm. I think he also mentioned that he becomes a good guy, which I think he might be stereotyped doing that kind of role, which I don't know. No one wants to be you know, typecast, but that's not a bad role to be typecast as. Um, you know, it's early on and Alex is very long career and i think it's he's got that face he's got that face of an honest of an honest person you know someone who might be down on their luck for a minute but really ends up doing the right thing is there anything we can is there anything else we can say about this movie eric roberts he's kind of a star right no not really one of albuquerque's biggest people stephen michael quesada is in it. He was also on Breaking Bad, and I think he tried to run for some public offices in New Mexico. Uh, yeah, okay, they're the cast. Okay, a little synopsis from IMDb. A former bounty hunter who finds himself on the run as part of a revamped condemned tournament in which convicts are forced to fight each other to the death as part of a game that's broadcast to the public. So there's all sorts of bad guys. They're fighting each other in sort of a Hunger Games type showdown. And I think there's a betting element to this where there's, you know, fat cats 
in the states placing bets on this game of death um i've yeah. seen this i mean that, that yeah we've all seen it we've all seen it really the the really the gem of this movie is alex and his performance so um i don't know brandon i'm ready to rate this you have any more thoughts on the condemned two i wish i could say more uh hopefully like like i said i'll try to watch this one and uh i'm sure it's good yeah um from me going off of all that i know about this movie you know having spent a lot of time with it um not necessarily watching it but you know sort of experiencing it vicariously through alex and and other ways i give it two points 100 percent watch this film and you know catch our boy yeah i'm uh on the same boat with you luke we're taking the cruise the two-point cruise this one goes hard for my boy alex i really like this uh idea you know it's a solid idea it's a uh, great wrestlers uh so yeah and alex two points that's four points for the condemned two four points. tell me you do you have any possible reason why Alex would still need us even well into his fame and fortune. Yeah. I got here's here's one I was thinking about during that last movie cuz he recently told me one and I'm I'm not going to tell you, but he actually told me a secret and I think I'm a pretty good secret keeper. He can lock secrets up inside my little mind and I'm not going to share them with the world. So, yeah. For what me, what was it? No, what was it? He told you maybe we'll talk later but i mean you can just tell me now it's fine 100 percent. like i'm not gonna say anything they're not listening he can definitely confide his secrets in me another thing that i'm gonna say is a strong point why i'm still gonna be a valuable friend is i have knowledge of our past so you know like i said earlier sure he can ask me about memories and i can help him out you know fill in some of the blanks about people he might have remembered but i'm also i i I could also definitely blackmail him with some of those secrets that he's told me throughout the years so that's why i'm not telling you for me i might need it later right that's sort of if he goes rogue and tries to abandon us then you know you've got a little ammunition there i think both of us do um i hope it doesn't get to that obviously obviously but here's a couple things that I know he'll need me around for. Um, just to open to open jars around the house. I've got bigger hands. He's a strong guy. He's very strong. But I just have bigger hands. I can open the, the bigger jars. Um, and then another big thing, you need a fall guy. You need someone to take the blame. I'm good at that. You know? Let's say, let's say he smashed into someone's yard you know and ran over their dog or something i can i can fall out of the the car and pretend like i'm drunk and take the blame for that you know i'm not gonna lie luke you have some real blame taking eyes i can just see when you put your head down the right way and look up at the right angle you know you can absorb that anger and i feel it's beneficial to have you as that buffer because people they see that and they go they take it a little bit easier on you well, Alex is just is not a believable villain, you know? Me, I look guilty all the time. I look like I've done something. Yeah, I feel so, that. Yeah, so I, I think, um, you know, again, all this is hypothetical, and he, he'll probably never make a mistake that someone needs to take the blame for, but I'm there. Blame That's jar. Two. Let's two. kick Jars it to our blame. blame jar and run an advertisement sponsor. This episode of One to Review is brought to you by Moan Box. Oh. This elegant box makes all kinds of sexy noises to make you horny. Mm. Male and female voices available. Yeah. Impress your neighbors Ooh. and be the envy of everyone in town with Moan Box. Don't forget, you can use promo code REVIEW today and get access to the very special limited edition Brown Bone Box. Order now. That can't be real. I don't know if I buy that stuff. Well, it's our sponsor, so we sure do. It sure Uh, is great. You know what else is great? Yeah. 
YouTube. You know what else is on YouTube besides everything? everything? Yeah, everything's exactly. on YouTube. Exactly. You're right. A little show called Enter the Dojo. We mentioned it earlier. This is a long-standing web series that started actually way back in 2013 in our hometown of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Alex Knight is a pretty big part in this. He's in 22 episodes. Uh, Luke, have you seen any of these YouTube uh, episodes? I've seen them all, 100%. Alex plays Anthony, the sort of um, logical and unwitting student of the dojo of course we got master ken played by matthew page billy played by ben ziegler juliet lopez is in there joseph conway too many names to mention too many um and a lot of people got their start here on this little youtube show it's a super funny premise and it's really well done and my hat's off for them creating something and keeping it going for so long i really admire that and uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. This is something that still pops up on Reddit. It still hits the front page in a picture or a GIF. And a lot of times it's of Alex's reaction to things because they are funny. Yeah, like I said, he sort of plays this grounded character, whereas the the leader of the dojo, Master Ken, it's his place of martial arts. He's sort of this guy that... Mm, I don't know. How do you how do you put it? Maybe he thinks more of himself than he actually is. He's master of Bushit Bushito. Yeah. Um and he's uh, no, he I, calls I it guess American. You could say it's sort of like right? American. Uh it's sort of it's sort of like the the dojo guy in Napoleon Dynamite. I guess they sort of sort of took that little snippet of a idea and really made it into a fully fledged show with you know these really developed characters it's comedy well i gotta be honest with you luke i've only seen bits and pieces of this thing mostly in gif format on the internet mostly again reddit i still haven't committed my time to watching all of this i've seen like i said clips and i appreciate its cultural value but uh, i should invest time in watching this as well well, again, all you really need to know is that Alex Knight is in this. He and <clears throat> Alex Knight is in this. And through the magic of editing, he doesn't completely steal the show. I mean, there's a lot. Of, like I said, there's a lot of great actors in here. Um, I know Matthew Page has moved on from from Enter the Dojo to do a lot of other great stuff. I know he's working on Wayward Son, Biomass, Hellbent, some stuff in the works in his career as well so i mean basically here's what i'm saying if you get on a project with our boy you're going places you know you don't even have to be that good get on board this was alex at his youngest you know mass appeal he witnessed the birth of an angel and really this career is something to watch someone to bet on yeah well, let's. Anything else you want to say about Enter the Dojo? I, I once say, again, I, I would say, Brandon, know. why don't you try watching a you know like a fuller version of this? The GIF, folks, the GIF version of Enter the Dojo, the Reddit uh, screenshot version of this of this show has a lot to offer. But I think actually going on YouTube and watching the original format as it's intended, um, it's a it's a lot of fun. It probably has its values. I could see that. I'm going to try yeah. to do that for sure. Yeah. And it's definitely, it'll definitely fill up more of your time. Well, I might do that tonight. I might not. Luke, let's give it a rating. Um, two points, 100%. You know, there's, uh, there's a lot of these shows that sort of take funny moments, you know, like I said, from Napoleon Dynamite or from, let's say, for instance, there's like a funny moment in Super Troopers or some of these slapstick comedies or like an SNL skate. There's a lot of these shows that attempt to take something small like that and turning it, turn it into a series. And a lot of them fail. Enter the Dojo is definitely not one of these, man. It's just um, it's just entertainment at its best. Yeah, from what I can gather, they have not jumped the shark. They haven't made a motion picture version. This still seems to be somewhat underground. So, yeah, two points. My boy Alex, once again, 
blowing up the screen, you know, blowing up your internet connection on this YouTube show. So check it out if you have YouTube. Yeah, blowing up the cloud. Your boy. That is four points. Four. Enter the Dojo, YouTube web series starring Alex Knight. Four points. Um, I kind of want to end our final points, our little point scoring system on a on a high note. You know what I mean? Um, we threatened. We well, we insinuated that we might be threatening Alex if he, you know, tries to move on, tries to find bigger, better friends. But I think. There's a lot of positive that he can't just get anywhere else, you know. Um, for instance, uh, I I help him stay on task, you know. I think that's a big part of where he is today is my ability to sort of my ability to to get him to put down video game controllers and pick up pens and pencils and scripts and pick up microphones and do the work. I'm a taskmaster. You're a motivator. Yeah. Um, and another big thing that he can't just get anywhere else is my ideas. He can't get access to my gray matter with any other person. I mean, it's just physically impossible, right? A lot Absolutely. Of, a lot you of guys Alex's have been together... You guys have been together so long that so much of your gray matter is worn off on him. It's inevitable that a lot of, you know, his ideas were actually your ideas. And I think you need to be compensated for that in some way. I mean, if if we want to get down to lawyers, he owes me a lot of money. But here's the thing. A lot of these ideas that Alex has been out there shopping around as his own, those were mine. And he can just have them. And I'll tell you what. I am a font of those ideas. I've got a dime a dozen. I'm often called an idea man by myself, but Luke, you really take the cake. You are a true ideas man. Yeah. I mean, for our listeners, I told Brennan to say that. Totally. For me, I'm just going to keep it simple here. I'm going to keep it honest realistically i'm gonna offer my shoulder to cry on whenever alex needs somebody i know he is in and out of relationships i know you know he's up for some parts he doesn't get some parts i'm there for you bud and beyond that i'm gonna offer you know of course both of my shoulders that's two but i'm gonna go ahead and extend this over to luke as well and offer his shoulders as well so that's a total of four shoulders that alex can cry on at any time he needs it and alex you can cry on my knees too that's incredible. So it's many sort places of an you could cry on. Auxiliary shoulder. So that's basically six. I mean, if Brandon wants to offer up his knees, that's eight shoulders to cry on. Part of my wedding clause says I can. I have to keep those for my wife, but I would if I could. Okay. Okay. In an emergency, um, that all goes flying out the window. We all know that. Again, just subtly, I'm going to remind everybody that I told him I teach him how to use Photoshop. But besides that, I'm going to say I know how to tie ties. I could definitely teach him how to do that. I know it's something he needs help with from time to time. We all do. But I've spent the time and I've learned how to tie a tie. We could all use a refresher. Sure. You don't do it often. I do it all the time. Kind of. Half wins or not. He doesn't know any of the fancy showy ones. But he's got that half Windsor technique locked down. What else? You don't want anything more than that. So I could do that. And I can also play video games. I play video games great. I play video games all the time. Any free time I get that I'm not doing this podcast or working or playing with my cat or celebrating my wife and our love together, I'm playing video games. And a percentage of that is spent playing with Alex. And I know he counts on me a lot of times to ollie-oop the ball or to get the double kill, or to really, you know, assist with blocking the, the goal. So we're there together on that. Yeah. I tried beating you guys in FIFA, and there's no beating Brandon and Alex together. We're a team. You guys are like esports megastars, in my opinion. Thanks, and so you're number one on Twitch. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't like talking about it, but yeah, US Weekly put together a little thing and they they have me as number one user. That's on incredible. Twitch. I'm proud of you too, man. We should be proud of everybody here. Should I release my username? I don't know if I should. That's it. Brandon, you still there? You there? I think Brandon froze. Uh, I think I lost you. Okay, so that about wraps it up. Luke, I think we did a pretty good job justifying our existence. Oh, I don't know, Brandon. I'm still nervous. I can't help it, though. I'm a worry word. Um, I think we were adequate. I think we did our best. Kind of. All right, buddy. Well, let's wrap her up, Brandon. I think we need to say thanks to a few of our Patreon donors. Rab, you're number one. Thank you for sticking with us for so many months, for so many years. Countless at this point. Countless, absolutely. Um, sincerely, sincerely, thank you, Rab. If any of you guys want to donate to, it's only $2 to have your name shouted out clearly. Only $1 to have your name shouted out in a mumbled fashion, like Ryan's Corona. Thank you, buddy. Um, what's up next week, Brandon? Next week, we're going to be reviewing all kinds of movies. I'd also like to remind you, we have a hotline. You can call us anytime, ooh, day or ooh, night. Ooh. Yeah. That's right. It goes directly to a voicemail. It's one three four seven six nine nine zero zero six eight. There's a cool feature on Instagram. If you check us out on Instagram at one two review, there's a button. You press it and it calls. You can tell us about any movie or product you want us to review. Next week we're gonna get back to some user reviews, so stay tuned for that. Also, next week we're gonna be reviewing Spellcracker, Gone Fishing, Under the Cherry Sky. Vermin City, Be Ready, and of course, another from the Doe series, this time, Doe on Ice. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, party on, bro. Alright, Brandon. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll see you guys later, and have a good night. Thank you.